0: Off the ball daily. A home for
1: your favourite podcasts from off the ball. Everyone wants to see what Jockfitch is doing at home and you know everyone wants a little insight into what's making him the best tennis
0: player in the world. Subscribe to the Off the Ball Daily Podcast feed right now. Uh, Vera, final game in Tal before heading off to the World Cup. How are you feeling afterwards? Very proud. Um, and the goals against were individual mistakes, and we learn massively from it. That is why we played this game. Um, uh, The first first game that we set was this game, the latest, I want to have a top five nation at this day. Uh, We managed and from there we built the program because what happened tonight always happens Uh, when you play for the first time at this level just before a World Cup or European Cup or Olympic Games. Um, And you can only get ready for Australia to make the mistakes that we've done uh, tonight. Uh, But other than that, I think that we have massively impressed. Uh, I was really proud of the players. Injury time, we lost it. Uh, Individual mistake. Um, They know now that at this level, you cannot think I will catch up a a meter because you will not. (laughs) And um, yeah, you have to at that moment, you just have to stick together, get the lines closed. Uh, So we learn from that too. And and the third goal was also individual mistake. It was a player running from midfield and was not following. Um, so those things only help us to get ready for Australia and then hopefully those mistakes will not, uh, uh, well, will not happen anymore.
1: And talk us through that first half because like it was seriously impressive performance up until the goals you know we were attacking in a way that we don't see Ireland attacking a lot more in the last couple of months but it
0: seemed like everything had really clicked and
1: I I thought Marissa Shiva.
0: We were absolutely ready for France and I think the game plan was absolutely right Um, and uh, the execution was superb. Uh, we couldn't keep on going that was the the thing in the second half it's really difficult to put that performance for us uh, during the whole game and and then yeah we have a superb player in Katie and if you lose her we have a few others um, that we don't have to hide ourselves from that, that's a massive massive blow and we don't have a second Katie Uh, like we don't have a second of a few others Um, that doesn't mean that the others have done phenomenally well uh, but you don't have to hide for yourself from the fact that when a player like Katie is off the pitch, that you really miss her.
1: So as an anchor roll for Katie, what's the, what's the next few days look like for her?
0: I don't know. The doctor needs to have a look at it. I don't know more than you do, that you've seen her walking, not on crutches. And uh, let's hope that it's not too bad.
1: And what did you say to the team at halftime? To, because to concede the goals in that way, even if it was individual errors, it's a bit of a slump going in after that, especially when the performance had been so high prior to those moments.
0: Yeah, it is for the players, especially for us as coaches. Um, it, it is at that moment you should not be carried away by the disappointment. We just, we um, how do you say, it, repeated uh, the, the, the setup and the game plan and the strategy and we used video for that for the moments what to do about it um, so the players were up completely ready for the second half but yeah France is very very good eh? and to play two of those halves is virtually impossible at this moment that is why we played this game um, and now we need to grow to keep on longer for that
1: and how do you achieve that with the team? How do you make sure that you know it doesn't come to the end of the first half
0: and we're collapsing? Yeah, to learn from it that you you really have to keep concentrating. The moment you need to get your concentrating go go a concentration go is the moment there's an injury or the ball is out or that you for a moment just let your concentration go and don't grab it again because you can only keep your concentration for about 20 minutes. Um, so there must be a moment that you, that you let it go and then, and then refocus. Uh, and, uh, and you can only feel that uh, against uh, opponents like France.
1: There was a bit of confusion on the sidelines. It looked like whenever Amber was going to come on and then she didn't. Could you explain what happened there?
0: The rule is, as far as I know, but uh, let's see if things have changed. The rule, as far as I know, that you have three moments to sub. Um, And the moment we want to put Amber on together with Abby, that moment Megan Connolly was cramping and we cannot take any risk. We cannot get uh, a hamstring injury now. Um, So at that moment I said, well, Abby on because um, uh, Sinead was already off. But then the referee said, listen, you don't have an extra... What? No, because you've subbed already three times. I said, hey, three times in the second half. I really think you make a mistake now. I said, as far as I know, it's three in the second half. And it doesn't matter how much you did in the first half. And she said, no, 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 three in total. So Evelyn, the team manager, came and she said also also like, no, 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 it's three in the second half. She said, that's not what we agreed. So then you have to go for with the referee. Uh, but then, if you put Abby on, you cannot sub a player. So Diane Caldwell had to get get ready and that was the confusion and then Amber had to get off because we subbed already I had to be back on the bench because we supped already six players because of that
1: and was there anyone that stuck out for you in particular that you thought put in a particularly impressive
0: impor- performance um, I think it's been a collective, very, very good performance in the first half, and in the second half we have to learn under the circumstances with this wind that you cannot under this fatigue you cannot fool around in your own penalty box. You have to get that. You have to then step over to another strategy and play more opportunistic because otherwise you get the problems over you, uh, and that is what we've learned from the second half.
1: Interesting night. Nice very like good performance in the first half until those two goals obviously great night for yourself player of the match how are you feeling uh
2: yeah i mean result 1-0 3-0 you don't want to see that you don't want to walk off the pitch and have played that 90 minutes especially the nine minutes we put into that game and, and see that result so that of course that i feel like we have to recognize and we have to walk away and 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 we have to we have to like We have to feel that. We have to be... We have to remember that, like, as professionals, like, that just can't... That just can't happen. And... But those... Like, the goals aside, I think that the most important thing is that as we felt as a team, especially in that first 45 minutes, is, like, a feeling I haven't felt, like, almost ever amongst us. And just this unspoken ability to be like... Know where we each other are. Our link-up play, high balls, trusting each other, moving up the pitch physically, and like imposing ourselves on a on a an opponent like that, a top five opponent in the world. It's very impressive, and I, it's something that I'm I'm very happy to take away from the game.
1: Yeah, it felt like sometimes in the past we've relied on very good individual performances, and like that could have been any number of players in the squad. They just had a good day, but that first 45 minutes until the goals really felt like everyone was moving in tandem with each other. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I'm glad that you felt that too. I, can't, I I've been like oh, I'm doing interviews. I'm trying. It's really hard to describe because it's almost like this, un, like again, it's this unspoken ability to like trust that when a ball comes into me, I know where a pocket player is going to be. Trust that when Lou passes or picks up a ball I know she wants to go along with it and I know like I know Katie wants to whip a ball down the line or she wants to pull it back around and you can see those little moments add up to so much confidence and so much again ability to move up a field and move up a pitch which you have to take you have to celebrate that and you have to take those little wins in order to to be successful in these kind of environments
1: yeah I thought it was interesting like I was looking at Twitter in the first half and there's lots of international people who probably don't watch a whole lot of Ireland being like oh is an interesting and exciting Ireland team you know we haven't seen them play like this before for you it seemed like you were having particularly good links ups with players like Marissa what's it been like having a player with her literal speed like she put on the jets at one stage and I was like Whoop. I know I mean it's it, when you when you play with the caliber like a, a, the.
2: A, a player with so much speed as Marissa, and also like ball control, like Sinead and her with her ball control, it's, it makes your life a lot easier too. You're like, oh my god, um, just because they can get, they get to so much more. Their, their their soccer brain is thinking ahead, like they're thinking thinking like you, and it's really um, it's really helpful again to just for all Linko play. But yeah, I'm I was so happy with Marissa and I Linko play today. I mean, again, like the both of us were just like high fiving each other every two minutes. Because 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 when she would press like I knew I was like okay this ball is going to be I'm going to pick off this ball and we talked about it before the game too like little moments that happened and then we would make eye contact in the game and be like we just literally manifested that didn't we but again like we have to like I'm so happy like this is a huge step for us as a team like as a player player to player I feel like we've grown so much and that just from the last camp to now um and I'm really really happy with that
1: so she's relatively new to the squad as well so it's only the sort of thing that's going to grow and develop as you get to spend more time together. Um, after you scored your goal that was ruled offside, little seven-year-old that was sitting behind me in the TV gantry tapped me on the shoulder and she was like, that wasn't offside. I think she should have been the lines of <laughs> Absolutely. What? I know, everyone, all those flags
2: should have stayed down. Um, that being said, I mean, I, I, just re- I just watched it back and as a striker I'm always going to back myself and say I was onside. I was always on but I also know that, like, as a nine, especially in the 5-4-1, you're, you're walking in tightrope. You're trying to play this cat and mouse game with the center back to be like, how much can you push them? How far up the pitch can you make room for the rest of the team? But also, like, how can you engage them enough to, like, make them feel comfortable and then make that and make that second turn and run? But I knew as soon as that ball came over the top and Sinead was going to jump, I was like, this ball is going to get flicked on. And I... And the more important thing is that I was like, as soon as I made that run and I put myself between the defender and the ball, I was like, this goes in the back of the net. And in the World Cup, that goes in the back of the net, VAR, that's a goal. So that's the more important thing, and that's what I got to remember because that's what's going to happen.
1: Does it give you confidence going into the World Cup knowing that you can do that? Oh, a hundred percent.
2: I think as a striker, any like any moment like that gives you that little bit more of confidence. But again, it's like in the U.S. camps, like that a similar kind of situation ha- occurred, and. Um, Maybe a little bit more offsides on that one. Um, that being said, a huge confidence booster. Huge, a huge ability to like make a team trust you as well. Because then everyone knows, you know, like even though that got called offsides. I know, like Luis and Faye and like our backline, they go, you know what? I bet on Kira. I'm gonna play that ball over again. I bet she can beat. And that defender thinks, oh my gosh, I just got beat to that ball. This player might actually do this again on me. And that's all you need. You need a little bit of crack like that to like to make sure to make it contagious to make your to to take that moment and keep going with it
1: and so finally what's the main takeaway from tonight
2: the main takeaway i'd say is um remembering that in the big five moments of games big first five minutes of any half or starting a patch the last five minutes of a match um or a half and five minutes after a goal that's when we have to be the most irish the most gritty the most relentless the most obnoxious like that's when you celebrate when the ball goes out for a throw in and you we win the throw and you celebrate that you get everyone off the pitch you get the people hyped because in those moments, that's when opponent thinks, okay, like they just got a, they want a, a like a, a throw-in. Like, what, what is, this, what does this mean? And they, again, like you win a corner kick. That's, that's when we have to remember those five minutes. That's we almost have to turn into a gear of like we are relentless. We're the most relentless in these moments because I truly believe. And those, if if we're like that, and we remember to be like that, and we keep that amongst each other, that first half completely different game. We go into the halftime zero-zero, and that is a completely different game.